Ladies and gentlemen, federal employees, welcome back to this episode. Today is going to be a real, real treat where we answer the question of, okay, how do you know when enough is enough? How do you know when you are ready to retire, when you can hang it up whenever you want? That's the crux of the question that we're gonna be trying to answer today. And we're gonna start off with a simple way to approach it and then certainly a more complicated way. Now, if you're on the podcast, this is going to be a highly visual episode, so definitely check out the YouTube channel if you wanna see the visuals on this one. And again, there's gonna be a link below to take you back to, I always write an article with these long uh, pieces of content that I write, and there's gonna be all the resources I mentioned, they're all gonna have links to it from that article, so definitely check that out as well. So we're gonna dive right in. So the first thing I'm sharing here is this little quadrant that, um, my team made up here. So basically there's four quadrants, right? And the different things to consider is, hey, do you still have any debt? And that includes a mortgage, it includes a car loan, it includes credit cards, it includes all those things. Do you still have any of that debt, right? That's question number one. Question number two is, where is your pension at, right? Where is your investments at, right? How are they, are they strong? Do you have a solid investment plan that has done well that you have saved consistently over time where your investments are strong and ready to go. What about your pension? Do you understand when you're eligible to retire and is your pension strong and ready to go? And and obviously I know that when I say strong pension, strong investments, that's a very subjective thing. But to keep things really, really simple, in my experience, I've talked to it lots and lots and lots of federal employees and helped them plan out their retirement, right? And as a general rule, whenever I see people that, hey, they don't have any debt, they've paid off their mortgage, they don't have any debt, and they know exactly when they're eligible to retire, they're gonna have a strong pension, and they've saved well, so they have strong investments. They're up here in this quadrant up here on the right where they are have really, really strong retirement prospects, and odds are they can retire very, very comfortably. But don't, don't fret, don't um, get frustrated if you're not in that right quadrant, because there's tons of people that retire all the time they still have a mortgage, they still have some debt, or maybe their investments aren't as strong as they'd like them to be, right? But they are still able to afford to retire. So we're gonna dive into the more detailed approach, but I certainly wanted to touch on it here. Now, the first thing to know when it comes to planning out your retirement and knowing if you are going to be prepared is you have to understand your retirement income. Because that's a huge question. Okay, if you can afford to retire, that means you have enough income so that you can be comfortable and not have to worry about it in retirement. And for you as federal employees, there's really three different main sources of income. First, your pension, then Social Security, and then your TSP, okay? Now, the first supplement also comes into play as well if you retire before 62 and you retire with an immediate retirement. So that's something to consider. Now, if you don't know about the first supplement, I wrote a long guide about it. Just Google the first supplement, Haas Federal Advisors. It'll pop right up, you can learn about it. Um, But I'm not gonna touch on that super deep today. But today what we are gonna talk about is your pension, social security, and your TSP, and what things come out of those to really, so that you can understand what you're actually gonna be able to spend in retirement. Now, if you don't know what your pension's gonna be, if you don't know what your social security is gonna be, and you don't know what your TSP can produce in retirement, well, those are the first questions you have to, have to answer. And I'm gonna touch on them briefly today, But again, there's a link to the article I wrote about this and there's articles on each one of those topics about, okay, how do you calculate your pension? How, what's it gonna be for you? How to find an estimate for your social security, right? 
as well as how much income can your TSP produce based on how much you have in there right now. There's articles on all those topics that I've written, so definitely check that those out. Now, again, here on my screen I'm sharing, so this, this is just a random example. Obviously your numbers are gonna be very, very different, but let's kind of run through these numbers. And the reason I'm showing this is because, again, what is so crucial about retirement planning is know what your net income is. Because your gross income is important, but what is actually important is what you could actually spend in retirement. That is crucial, the net spendable money. Let me give you an example. So here on my screen, let's say you estimate your pension is gonna be $1,500 a month. Okay, great. Well, can you actually spend $1,500 a month? Well, no, there's things that come out first before you even see the money. First, let's say you are providing a survivor benefit for your spouse. Well, that's 150 bucks, gone, right? Let's say you're paying for health insurance. Let's, let's say another 300, right? Maybe you're, you're paying for, for some life insurance. Let's say another 40 bucks. Then let's say some taxes, boom. So you only actually have about $750 of spendable money from your pension at the end of the day. And that is crucial to understand is what things come out and what is your estimate including. Now, one super common mistake I see all the time is when people get the estimates from their pension, for their pension, from their HR, those estimates, there's usually some problems. One big problem is they generally way underestimate taxes. Sometimes they have zero for taxes in there, which is simply not the case because your pension is not the only source of income you're gonna have in retirement. So let's move on to Social Security. What comes out of Social Security? So obviously, there's a big question of, okay, when should you start Social Security and when should your spouse start Social Security? That is a topic for another day. I've done tons of videos on that, so check that out if you wanna learn more about that. But today is, okay, let's say whenever you're planning to start Social Security, it's about $2,000 a month for you, right? Well, what comes out of that? Well, if you're on Medicare Part B, right, you're gonna be paying that premium and per person per month at the lowest rate, depending on your income, let's say it's 170 bucks a month, okay? Let's take out some for taxes. Um, and now you're left with about $1,500 of spendable money a month from Social Security. Okay, lastly, your TSP. Now, again, if you want an in-depth review on this, definitely check out, um, there's a link below where you can check out the article and it's all there, right? But long story short, let's say there's 600,000 in your TSP. So what can that provide for you in retirement? Well, a very conservative and good way to ballpark this is using the 4% rule. Now the 4% rule isn't perfect, but it's a good place to start. So long story short, how do we how do we calculate the 4% rule? Well, you take whatever's in your TSP, you take that number and you divide it or you times it by 4%. So 600,000 times 0 0.04, right? And to get a monthly number, you then divide it by 12. So that's what I did here. I took 600,000 times it by 0 0.04 and then I divided by 12 to get a monthly number, and that's $2,000 a month that that TSP can provide um, come retirement. Now, of course, taxes come out. I'm assuming um, this is traditional TSP, right? So taxes come out as well. So let's say there's $1,600 of spendable money left in retirement from your TSP every month. So again, there's a huge difference between these gross numbers and these net numbers, because if you just added up the gross numbers, well, that's probably a couple thousand dollars off of what you're actually gonna be able to spend. So let's add those all together. Well, your total net income is about 3,870. Um, and so again, that is what you're actually going to be able to spend. Now the question is, okay, is that enough? Once you've done all these calculations, you know what your numbers are gonna look like, is that going to be enough?
And that's a hard question to answer, but a good place to start is actually to look at one of your leave and earning statements. So this is actually just a sample here. I'm sharing it on my screen. But many of your leaving learning statements look very similar to this. If you work for the DOD, right? If you work for a different agency, it's gonna look a little differently, but this is a very common structure for one. So like I said, there's a very, very big difference between the gross pay on this leaving learning statement and then the net pay, right? The gross pay is about $1,800 and the net pay is about $800. Because you know why. I mean, you're paying for Social Security, you're, you're contributing to the TSP, you're paying for health insurance, you're doing lots of things, right? So what number do we actually care about when trying to figure out if you could afford to retire? Well, we want to compare net to net. That means your net retirement income to your net retirement expenses. So what we actually want to use, the net pay. In this example, Let's assume this person, this federal employee's net pay, let's say it's $2,000 a month, right? Just ballpark, or not a month, um, every two weeks, right? $2,000 every two weeks is what there actually goes into their bank account after all the deductions come out of their paycheck, right? Well, how do we change that to a monthly number, right? Because the rest of our retirement income is a monthly number, now, not every two weeks, right? So let's go ahead and take 2,000. To make that a monthly number, you times it by 26, because there's 26 pay periods in a year. You divide that by 12 to get a monthly number, and that comes out to about $4,333 of net spendable money in, or not spendable, <laughs> of net expenses, which is a ballpark in retirement. Now, if you want to spend more or less in retirement, obviously you need to adjust these estimates, right? Or maybe let's say you're going to be paying off your home early in the early, early parts of retirement. Or maybe some of your expenses are gonna go up or down. You have to adjust accordingly. But looking just at your net paycheck right now, changing that to a monthly number could be a great place to start. Now, obviously, if you're saving money on top of that, let's say your paycheck goes to your bank account and you're saving some of that as well, you gotta adjust that out as well, right? But just looking at this example here again, if our total net retirement income is about 3,800 and our net monthly Expenses that estimated to be about $4,300, well, ah, there's gonna be a gap there, right? There's there's almost $500-ish of money that, that uh, we're actually spending $500 more right now with the net pay than is estimated to be in retirement. So in this case, that's, that's probably not gonna work if you want to stay the exact same standard of living that you want now. So what you have to start looking at, okay, what levers can I pull? How much more can I save into the TSP to increase how much it can produce? How much longer can I work so that my pension increases? Or can I delay Social Security to increase that, to make sure that I have the retirement income that I need, right? That's crucial and obviously, when it comes to retirement planning, this is just one aspect. You have to look at, okay, do I have all the right insurance? Do, am I saving as much taxes as I possibly can? Is my spouse gonna be okay no matter what? Even if I pass away, are they gonna be? There's tons of different things to think about, but this is just to focus on the retirement income side of it. So hopefully this gives you a start. Now, I know this is a lot, so definitely watch this video a couple times if you need to, to let things sink in, to give you an idea of where you're at. And again, these numbers may be way off from what your numbers look like, higher or lower. It just depends on what your income is. So I hope that was helpful. Um, again, if you have any questions of your own, there's a link below in the description to submit those. And those are the, often the questions that we base future episodes on. So I hope that was helpful. Have an incredible rest of your day and we'll talk soon. Bye.